Hello and thank you for being here with me. Welcome to another episode of the Tyra Raymond Poet Show. Hello guys, I hope you're okay. Welcome to episode 3 of season 2. Welcome to From Negative Energy to Healing with Poetry with Karen Middleton. Today I'm really excited and I'm delighted to be joined by Karen because we have been waiting for this episode for quite a long time. So, Karen is a poet and author from Sherburn Village. She started writing poems 20 years ago and found that poetry made her feel better after many trials and tribulations in her life. She's also inspired others to start writing as a coping mechanism and she believes that if you can make a difference to how someone else feels, it's all worth the while. Karen believes that you don't know how you think until you start writing. What a wonderful philosophy. She's also a mother, wife and loves taking her dog for a walk. Karen has five children's story rhyme books published and has recently published her second poetry collection called COVID-19 Poems. She's also working on a novel which will be published later this year. So let's welcome her in and hear her first poem. buy flowers whiling away the hours looking at old photos of me and you before this all took hold trying to see how this all could be true what do I do now now there's no me and you now all I can do is buy flowers adding my contribution to your seat watching the saddening sea of the ever-grown flower blanket grow and grow while rows and rows of teddy bears and candles and jars <coughs> stare at the stars above my feet now all I can do is buy you flowers how tragic it's a shame people say but most don't even know your name Appearing as if by magic the day my life was torn in pieces Feeding me casseroles, pies, resting pieces and awkward silences Telling me I should keep up my strength Making me endless cups of tea I just left Now all I can do is buy flowers Sit on our bench, looking ahead with dread you are surplus to requirements. Husband of mine, you are dead. Thank you so much, Karen, for sharing those two beautiful pieces. Thank and then a welcome, welcome back to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to yeah. have you back and to catch up with you again. How are you doing today? Hi, Tyra. Thanks for having me on this show. I'm fine. I'm just plodding along doing some writing. It's lovely warm weather. Fantastic, and it's great to see um, from the last time we spoke because you've now published your new book called COVID-19 Poems, which is uh, very relevant to these times. So do you want to talk a little bit more about that? It's very relevant. Um, Actually, the first of the poems I've just read, all I can do is buy flowers, 
sort of it's from different stages from the lockdown you know when we had the lockdown and we could hardly go out and then we could go out for an hour's exercise to when the rules were relaxed a bit Mm. Um, but the the, the, um all i can do now is buy flowers Mm. i was out my i think it was one hour you were allowed out the house jog and that's all lots of flowers from the a lamppost where it obviously been an accident Mm. and i just remembered um my friend lost her husband about a year before lockdown Mm. and when he was alive he always chose to keep his christmas present leave his christmas Mm. present to buy to last because he's always saying i so hard to buy for Mm. and just about six months ago she said well you know everywhere i look now i see presents i'd love to get for ian but now Mm. all i can do is buy flowers and so that phrase sort of stuck in my head when i was jogging and i saw the flowers Mm. and i thought of carol and by the time i got home i had the first sort of the first verse we like uh, sorted out and I knew how the poem was going to go so sometimes it just works out like that when I was reading your you know blog it did say on there that poetry has always helped you you know express your feelings and yeah um, you know so how would you say that that helped you express your feelings placing yourself in your friend's shoes or are you talking about the actual poem yeah um, well I've always been able to relate I mean every time I write poetry it's about things that are happening and I've always been able to relate to the actual thing that's happening. For mm-hmm. example, um, there's one poem in, I think it's my third poetry book. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can remember the Dunblane shootings. I mean, I wasn't there, of course, but obviously it affected me in a long way, a lot in a big way, because, you know, uh, my fiance was a teacher at the time and my friend, my son was in comprehensive and so was a, but I could still see, say, you know, so I think the best way of writing, you know, sort of a negative energy, but putting it into writing, it sort of makes me feel better. So when, mm-hmm. Car- when that happened to Carol, I never thought, oh, you know, I'm going to write a poem called Flowers one day. I just, no. it, it happened, I was out jogging and I had a thought of Carol. And so that phrase when she said, oh, now all I can do is buy flowers, which mm. was sort of negative because she was really upset when she said it because she wanted yeah. to buy something and she never could when he was alive. So I think so I could relate to her, yeah. Definitely. And then expressing that into a poem, like you said, you uh, yeah. already, yeah, you were planning yeah. it in yeah already. Yeah, 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 definitely negative energy. So outlet of your emotions. So um, my niece died um, and all the family started writing poetry. I'm so, so sorry. A, a coping mechanism. It was, right. I mean, 20 years ago now. Mm. Um, and so they sort of stopped after a while. Mm. But I, I carried on because I've always loved poetry. You have and you've always loved reading. And ever since your dad gave you the first, you know, yes, Dr. C, you, you've always loved reading. That's right. I would say um, that's my biggest inspiration. My dad, uh, he, he Doctor Zeus, sort of. Yes, when I was small, and me, my dad wrote me. Uh, used to read to me the Pied Pipe of Hamelin. Yeah. And I used to love that. But um, my dad used to really like poetry as well, and mm. he used to write poetry in the trenches. 
because wow. he, was, he was a he was a medic in the in World War Two. Yeah, and um, my poem called Another Poppy. Mm. I've got a, a poem called Another Poppy, and it's sort of inspired by the stories he used to tell me of him and his mm. friends that he lost in the war. Mm. So you know, it's just so, certain things that are happening, even if it's negative energy, even yeah. if it's something really happy. Sort of poems do make you feel better. I, I personally, I, that's what I feel. Absolutely. And I love that you use that term negative energy because I believe in yeah. you've got to balance that with positive. But then turning right. that negative energy into self-expression, it then helps you to heal as well, doesn't it? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I must admit that I felt a lot better mm. um, when Katrina died, putting my words in words down mm-hmm. and yeah. after done blame. I mean, it was a horrible energy. It was a horrible yeah, you know circumstances, but Dumbling, you know that's yeah, absolutely. And and as you were saying, that reading helps you, um, as in inspires you. And that's what I was actually going to ask yeah. you about about reading. What what it, what what does it do for? I know you said inspires you, but you love it so much. So what what does it? How how do you feel when you read, and how does that help you write? Well, I, I can't remember a time when I didn't really like reading. I've always been mm-hmm. reading. Um, especially poetry, and yeah. like you were saying before, you know, Doctor Zeus and yes. the Cat in the Hat. Um, so I think it helped me when I used to go into the schools and I used to teach children how to write poetry. I used to write a poem. Yeah. And I used to use the love of sort of the Cat in the Hat and um, the Pie Piper Hamelin, mm. sort of as an example as how easy it is for them to write poetry and I think if you're helping someone if you're passing something on and you're helping someone that's really good then isn't it absolutely making a difference in giving and and the aspect of sharing and like you said that a lot of members of your family actually were inspired by you to start writing and as you mentioned (laughs) as a coping mechanism pardon yeah, I was saying that I'm going to get one for my niece as well because I really liked oh, your nice. your books that were on there as well. Um, so, yeah, Karen, um, as I was saying that, you know, when you said that reading really helped uh-huh. you, um, moving on to your children's uh, story rhyme books, just as you were talking about some of your experience of, you know, yeah. going to schools, that's really something that really interested me in what inspired you to come out with these children's story rhyme books because that's really great, you know, poetry for children. What's- Right, what inspired me? Well, I think it's when I went to Woodington Street, actually, um, when I was on my poetic journey, as you'd like, um, I sort of wouldn't share anything. Mm. Uh, you know, I used to be a secret poet, but mm. when circumstance life happens, and like I said mm. before, when my, when my niece died, um, a lot of people saw my poetry, so I thought, well, perhaps this is worth somebody might listen to it so mm. on facebook i noticed an advert for ports to go to a place called wonden street in durham mm. and uh, they have three guest speakers but it's also sort of a platform for to road you know for a platform for your new work to yeah. see what other people think of it and mm. so i went along i must admit i just sat there the first for the first half but then I sort of made myself get up and I thought well if I can just get through one poem mm. 
and I did and I thought oh people are what people are listening to this it's not like I'm yeah. no like I said before I'm so used to people saying you talk too much <laughs> and so on and I thought people are listening to this and so they seem interested and so then I'm I'm a regular there and uh and they asked me to be one of the guest speakers which I thought was it was really great and uh, that gave me the confidence to publish books and enter poems yeah. for competitions and go to more open mics and things. Yeah. And uh, the children's books sort of came along the same, about the same time. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was an easier way to start with the children's books and I loved them and uh, my niece reads them. Because, you know, mm. uh, the very first one is called 100. And it's mm. sort of a really simple picture book with, you know, like seaside, my, my teddy bear sort of thing. So you yeah. could sit, talk to, to a, say, a one-year-old and you could show the pictures. But when they get a bit older, children want to be more independent. And mm. then they can sort of read that to themselves. And so that sort of evolved from there and um and and i call it the imagination series so i think mm -hmm. if it wasn't for Waddington street and just taking that first step it would give me the confidence to publish the children's books and the, my poetry books really absolutely and it's amazing what you know how one experience can give you that little leap of confidence that you probably it's need it. and when others see it in you and that's absolutely amazing because you've got a few books there and I can't wait to get one for my niece because when I was looking at it I was like I'm going to get one of this and read it to them so that'll be good. Now before we move on to Karen's second poem Sights and Sounds of the Seaside I'm going to leave you with two questions that I had to ask Karen afterwards um, but we have done this virtually so you will hear me ask the question first and then Karen will answer it. So the first one is how does reading help you? I think reading other books and finding out how other people structure their work helps a lot with my work. And going back to the other saying, you don't really know what you're going to think about. You don't really know what you're going to think about until you write. I think that same applies to the writing as well. Until you read a book, you just don't know where you're going to get inspiration from. And the second question is, what is next for you? Tell us more about your novel. Um, a new novel is called I Didn't Do It, I Wasn't There. I did start out with a young adult, but I did adapt it. It's about Sam, who has a huge wake-up call. He just got a great life. And just a huge wake-up call. And uh, the, the policeman thinks that she knows a bit more than she's letting on when Sam's ex-school friend Phoebe goes missing, along with Phoebe's ex-boyfriend and the girl that bullied Phoebe at school. Sights and sounds of the seaside. A portal sea, a blank canvas, outstretched sand, surrounded by the sound and laughter of someone's son or someone's daughter lapping up the fun in a never-ending water. Tanned couples walk by, sunglasses on head, rolled up jeans, 
holding shoes in hand, planning their brand new happy ever after. Bike riders riding, joggers jogging, dog walkers walking. More kicking, splashing, jumping over waves. More reminiscing, kissing, more memories made. Children collecting pebbles and shells and anything else they can fit in their bucket as well. Bucket and spades in chubby little hands, building castles made from sand. Stick as pen and sand as paper, writing a message to be read later. Well, what can I say? Thank you so much, Karen, for sharing your beautiful poems, wonderful and inspiring story, and for helping us to learn how to turn negative energy into poetry. I really, really appreciate your patience as well with this episode, and I cannot wait till your novel is released and till you're back on the show. Thank you to the listeners as well. Be sure to click on the links in the episode description and do visit Karen's website, www.stuffshewrote.webnode.co.uk and the books, as I said, are available to see on her website and her second poetry collection called COVID-19 Poems. Um, I cannot wait to get one of the children rhyme books for my niece. That will be something for me to look forward to. Thank you, everybody, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you have something to say or want to ask a question, then send me a voice message. And if you felt inspired, then why not share this episode with someone who will benefit? Don't forget to subscribe so that you can be notified of future episodes. And take a look at my book, Mirages to Reality, which is available on Amazon. It contains a gift from me, a poem, written on any subject that you like. And finally, if you have an event, spoken word night, or a festival, then why not book me in to perform one of my poetry sets? You can find out more on www.tyraraymond.com. Take care.